Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey everyone, this is Colin Macy O'Toole from Below Deck Mediterranean and you're listening to Jim and Florence on the forum. Hi everyone, this is James Patrick and welcome to the forum, the celebrity podcast where every week we have a great celebrity that excites us and you and thank you all for all the listens. It's amazing. We've now reached out. I was just on the phone this morning. We are reaching out to some of the military people abroad. I am going to be taping this and giving it to them. So they're going to be sharing it to some of their military people. So in one of our last podcasts, India listening to us as well as China. So we now reach 104 countries, and it is just amazing. Florence, you are so famous. I can't believe it. No, no, it's not me. But I will say this, though. People are really, really loving our show. I mean, the feedback I've been getting, it's just been amazing, and I'm so humbled. I mean, I'm, I'm so flattered that people, not only are they loving our celebrity guests, but they're really liking us. They're tuning in to hear us and and they love our interviews. And like you said, we're going global because there's people from other countries, which I absolutely love. It's fantastic. My cousins in Italy have listened to our podcast and see us on YouTube and they're so excited. So it's, it's, it's very, it's wonderful. Absolutely. And when we get such great guests and we really do appreciate you guys. We're just regular people doing this. We didn't know that this was going to blow up the way it did. You love Florence and you like me. So that's what it's all about. Uh, But I'm telling you, we're very excited. We've also, I contacted some friends at uh, Google and we're looking at doing translation for our shows as well, because like I said, 4.8 of the population is in the United States. I want the other 95.2%. I want everyone to be able to listen to our shows because we believe in our celebrities. You could, I get Florence so upset sometimes when she says, I got this person to talk to, and I say, no, we're not going to, because we do fit a certain type of personality with us. We want people that we could be really proud of. Not that we're not proud of everybody else, but we really want people we believe in. It doesn't matter how big they are. And when we announced this, I remember the first person that commented online was Kathy Ireland, loving that we were going to be able to interview this person. So we're very excited to have her. So without further ado, Florence, why don't we introduce this amazing guest? Yes, the writing community is so excited that we have this amazing author. She not only is a New York Times bestselling author, she's also a USA Today bestselling author. She has written numerous books. She's a prolific writer. And again, we've had so much positive feedback just announcing that we were having her on. This is Rachel Van Dyken. Rachel, welcome to the forum. We are 
so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Rachel, we had such an outpouring of support. It was one of our biggest uh, podcasts when all we did was a review with, of your book with Kathy Ireland, Fashion Jungle. Why don't you tell us about that experience? Because you guys rocked it with that. That You were on all the national television shows. People were, uh, I saw you at four in the morning on some type of show that I never even heard of. So you guys were really killing it. How did it feel to do that? You know, it was such a fun experience. It was, well, it was a fun just writing with her in general and just getting that idea out and getting, getting the book out, you know, because having a book with someone where they've had like this idea for over 20 years, like that is something that's so special to me and special to her. And so it was such a cool experience to be able to get that out with her and work with her on it. And then to be able to travel and, you know, before Corona hit, we were in New York, we were in LA going everywhere, just trying to promote the book. And, and it was just such a cool experience. I mean, just being with her. Um, yeah. And just seeing her passion, it was just really exciting. And it, and I don't think I'll ever be able to top that. <laughs> yes. When was the first moment as a kid or as a teen, a lot of writers we talked to say as teens, they really got the bug to write. Where was the inspiration really in the first time you really thought, I, I really want to do this for a living? You know, I was a school counselor um, right out of college. So, which is a horrible idea, by the way, because you're only 21. <laughs> you know nothing about life. <laughs> well, the fact that they trusted me with 800 kids, I'm still like, oh man, that was... They're, they're, we're lucky everyone's alive. So that's good. Um, I, I was like a year into it and obviously I was working that couple other jobs, super stressed out all the time and decided to take, I was counseling outside of school too, and started taking my kids to the library. Um, cause I felt like books were a way for them to escape. Right. Because a lot of them came from really bad backgrounds. And so I'd take them to the library and say, okay, let's pick out five books and we'd work through them and talk about different life situations. And so then I started reading a ton and that was my escape too. And so about a year, when I was about 22, 23, I was like, I could do this, which is, of course, stupid. because <laughs> You can't just write a book. And I decided, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just going to write a book. So in between um, the clients that I had, I would actually sit down and write books. And um, it, again, it sounds crazy. And at the time, they weren't great. They were horrible. But... Um, it kind of got me used to the whole idea of writing. And so that's kind of how I got started. When did, what was the first book that you put out that you really, you had success early on with some of the books that you did. They really touched a, a chord with the passion that you, you wrote with. And obviously with the romantic, uh, a lot of women, especially really, really loved your writing. What was the first book that you thought, wow, I really did make it and I hit a home run with this one. You know, it was actually my second book, which again, I feel like my story, I, whenever I tell my story, I'm like, this is not normal. So don't, <laughs> don't feel bad if your second book doesn't hit USA Today, but it was my second book. And I had written a book called The Ugly Duckling Debutante. And it was historical and it was about Ugly Duckling. It was kind of like a retelling of that fairy tale. And um, I wrote it because I had some girls come into my office and they were upset because some boys were bullying them for being ugly. And I basically was inspired by their story. And so I was like, I'm going to write something like this to help them. And the whole concept was I wanted them to be able to have something in story form that would make them feel like they were beautiful. And so I wrote that book and it hit USA Today um, and sold like, I don't even know, like 100,000 copies. Like it did really, wow. really good. And so then that's when my career took off. I quit my job a year later and then started writing full time a year after that. And I've been writing full time ever since. That's, That's amazing. Wow. I do want to say, I just received your latest release, Scandalous Prince. I just received it in the mail um, two days ago. And I started reading it last night. Let me tell you, 
I was up to almost four in the morning. It was so hard to put down. I got so into Breaker and Violet, and I don't want to give away too much of the story, but let me tell you, I, I understand now why you have the following you do on Instagram and why your books go to number one and you're on all the bestsellers list. You are an amazing writer. Tell us where the idea, because I know this is a, a mafia story, huh? mafia series, Tell us what inspired you to do Scandalous Prince and to bring all these characters to life. And thank you, by the way. I'm glad that you're up till four. That's like the best compliment you could give me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reader too. So if I'm up till four, I'm like, that's a good author right there. So I yes. I actually, it's kind of like a long story, but my husband, um, people were kind of making fun of him at signings because he didn't read my books. And he said, well, I don't read contemporary romance. I just don't, I don't read that. And so when we were just married, we were, um, you know, living in our other house and he had watched the news and saw something about this mafia guy, this hitman that had just been arrested 30 miles from our house. He had been living in this tiny, tiny, tiny town right next to us for 20 years undercover. They arre- he was a farmer. Mm-hmm. Community loved him, thought he was just this old farmer guy, whatever. And he actually had been a mafia hitman. Um, I don't remember what family it was from. It was one of the five families of the Cosa Nostra. And they brought him back to Chicago, um, obviously, to put him in prison. The FBI broke into his house. He had like 200 grand in cash. He had guns. <laughs> and the community was so upset that they tried to um, get him out of prison because they loved him so much. Like, because he'd been a pillar in the community for so long. Like, no one knew he had this other life, right? He had killed like 20 people. And so Nate, my husband, was like, you need to write a story like this. This is something I would read. This is something that not just women would read, but men would read. You know, add some romance. So I started my Eagle Elite series about 10 years ago based off of that story. And it's been my best-selling series ever since, but it got too long. It got to like 13, 14 books. And that's a huge investment for readers. And especially with 2020 and people not having their you know jobs right now and just things are kind of crazy, I decided that I would do a spinoff series. Um, and so I started this series, which is the Mafia Royals. And it's actually the story of the kids of the original people that were that Eagle League series. So that's Breaker and Violet. And, and the book before that was Junior and Serena. And it's all their kids and how they are trying to navigate this mafia lifestyle where everything is about, you know, the Italians are very, it's all about family. It's all about blood. Like, but once you're in, there is no getting out. And that's like the whole concept of how as a 19, 20, 20 year old, how are you able to navigate this lifestyle of trying to be normal, like a normal college student. And then also know that you're taking over, like you're the heir to this huge multi-million dollar industry of crime and you know what I mean and and knowing that you have the FBI in your pocket you have the police in your pocket like how do you handle that sort of that sort of crown that heavy crown on your head and so that's why I started this series well Jim knows that being from an Italian family my my parents my entire family is from Italy I love a good mafia movie like there (laughs) hasn't been a mafia movie I have not seen so not only was I really excited when I was reading up on the book before I even received it, but your fans were reaching out to me and letting me know, if you're into mafia stories, you are going to love this book. And I have to say, I, it was really hard to put down last night and I was exhausted, but I was just like, okay, one more chapter, <laughs> one more chapter. I have to find out more about Breakers and more about Violet. Like, and I'll be honest with you, it's making me want to go back and go get the other books that I haven't read in the series yet. And that was another thing that some of your fans had said, that 
you're probably going to want to go back and start from the beginning. So I absolutely am going to do that. But I do have a question about the cover of the book. Is that your husband? No. <laughs> no. I okay. So people that that was your husband. No, I mean, it, actually, now that I think about it, it does kind of look like him. And he has been on a couple of my mafia covers. Um, cause he okay. does CrossFit, he's super fit, tons of tattoos and stuff. And I've used, he's cheap, right? I don't have to pay him so <laughs> to be on the cover, but no, he's not on, he's not him. It's another cover model. <laughs> oh, okay. I was told by a few people that, oh my God, that guy on the cover is her <laughs> husband. And I put that down as one of my questions. I'm like, I'm going to ask her because that's like a good little, you know, piece of information if it is. But again, um, your fans are absolutely loving this book. So kudos to you. You have another, you have another hit, another hit on your hands. Thank you so much. In fact, when I put out the post and I'm like your husband, I'm not into this stuff, but I think your books are very interesting and very well written. And we got a lot of responses about the ruthless princess and people talking about that. That came out late May, I believe. And people had said that they were going to go get it. So I think Florence, we're going to keep on that kind of thing. Get, get this one, the scandalous prince, but then get the first one. Everyone is saying is a fan ruthless princess. I'm sorry. Everyone's saying this one is really good. And the reviews on both books and you know we've talked about reviews before on Amazon people can be a little snooty but her books 4.7 for the Ruthless Princess that's the one of three in the Mafia Royals 5.0 out of 217 reviews on the Scandalous Prince so Mm -hmm. as you know when we say get a book it's not like guys writing in crayons we get we (laughs) want you to read books that are great that must make you feel so good to see the people out there coming off of the great Kathy Ireland book as well, Fashion Jungle. And then you come into this and you put out two books in within four months and they rock. That must just be an amazing feeling as a writer. You know, it really is because you're so right. Like it's, it's sometimes when you go on Amazon, it is like carnage. When you read some of those reviews, you're just like, maybe I should just quit. You know, they're just, people are so brave behind their computers as we know. So, and they think for me, like I put in hours and hours of research for my mafia books. I don't just, I don't just write what I think mafia is. Like I have a mafia Bible that literally sits at my desk. That's, I probably should get a new one. I mean, I interview people like it's been, it's, it's an experience. I want to make, you know, obviously I romanticize it, but I, for me, it's my life. You know, this is my life's work. So yes, it's fiction, but my goal is to give someone an escape so much so that they can't stop thinking about it. And that it's almost like a movie as they're reading it. So yeah. So when you see good reviews, it's such a good feeling. And for this release alone, I've had the most positive messages I've ever received as an author in my entire career over this. Mm. So that, that makes a person feel really good. And when you work that hard and you know, you're, you're not sleeping, you're trying to hit your deadlines. You're trying to, you know, again, especially in 2020, like things are just so it's hard to get motivated right now because things are just crazy. And so, especially when you're trying to write, you know, something that's kind of like fantasy, it's hard to just get in that headspace. So hearing from readers that their the response is like that is such a good feeling. Your prices are very reasonable too. I love it that you're an accomplished writer and you're not trying to, Stephen King does the same thing. You're not charging 30 or 40 bucks a book. Your Kindle isn't $20. It is very, so go on to Amazon. I'm telling you, these books are very fun to read, especially in today's time. Maybe you're, I know Florence never gets sick of me, but 
uh, with all, <laughs> but with all the people, with you're with your husband, your boyfriend, you're you're, you're locked up. You're nothing's cute anymore. Pick up one of these books. It allows you to kind of escape, get into that situation where you're kind of, and it's very interesting story. It's not like okay, let's go to the you know the champagne room. It's like let's go, let's lit. Read out what I like about her books is that she really character development is excellent and it's very fun to to kind of see the story interwoven because who doesn't love mafia books who doesn't love mafia movies so I wanted to ask you though one of the questions that we did get from one of our fans do you take your characters are your characters from any family or friends what is your inspiration for your character you know for this series I made everything up because I didn't want to get killed well that that's one thing but also I didn't want to offend any sort of family I actually weirdly enough have a lot of readers that are from mafia families, which I know sounds crazy. So they're actually, my beta readers are the ones that are from the Gotti family, a couple other families that like, I can't say. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And so um, they're, they keep me in check to where I'll go, hey, is this accurate? Like, does this make sense? And they're like, yeah, that's it. Or like, I even had, I'm writing another mafia book with a friend who's actually here right now um, at my house. And she and I are working with another um, reader who I can't say what family she's from. A um, very, very prominent um, mafia family. And she had, you know, presidents like visit their house for barbecues, yeah. you know, things, <laughs> things like that to where she's like, it was just normal, like uncle yeah. so-and-so. And I mean, and to me, that's so interesting. So like to be able to write about it is so cool. So that's the inspiration, you know, that's where it comes from. It's from even talking to readers, you know, hearing their stories, stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's so intriguing to me, especially mafia. You know, I write, I write paranormal. I write a ton of other stuff too, because I love to expand. But when it comes to mafia, it's, it's so easy because there's so many cool stories that are actually real. They actually happen to people. And so being able to project and work off of that is not a hard thing to do because it happened. And it's funny because I'll sometimes get reviews where people are like, well, that's not real because da-da. And I'm like, no, actually, like, truth is stranger than fiction. And I'm like, no, that happened. Like, yeah. they actually didn't have a barbecue. And <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where the inspiration comes from. And to the Gaudi family and to all of our mafia <laughs> listeners, we are very proud. <laughs> Pro mafia, so uh, <laughs> but we don't want to tick anybody off. No. We are very pro mafia, but uh, <laughs> but I think what I what is enjoyable, and I love the new fans that read your books. They haven't read some that haven't read you before, and I've got four messages from people that said Florence's post. I've never really heard heard of Rachel, but I've never read her books, but now I have, and I've got hooked. That that is what makes me feel good. And everyone that hasn't picked up these books, have read, go back to her her younger her when she was younger also when she first started some of those books are excellent really good as good as she's writing now she's just kind of a natural so please please get her books and get this lated one the scandalous prince another question we have from someone is what was a a book that you felt really touched you the most that you've written? What was a book that really was special to you? It may not have been your biggest seller, your best mm-hmm. best book, but what one is really personal to you that you really cherish? Um, I wrote a book called Ruin um, about two, three years into my writing career. Um, I had to ask permission from my publisher because I am not allowed to compete against myself if I self-publish versus mm. traditional publish. And they said, okay, my um, uncle was dying of cancer and mm-hmm. I wanted to write a book that was like a tribute to him. And so it is a cancer book, but you know, when you're grieving and you're going through that and you know that it's terminal, you want to give yourself that happy ending, you know, even if you're not going to get that. And I wanted to give him that before he died. So I wrote a book 
where the guy had cancer. It's a college book and he ends up surviving and there. Um, and in the end he makes it through and it's a happy ending. All, a lot of us don't get those happy endings. And so he was able to read it. I wrote it in two weeks. <laughs> he was able to read it before he died. We did shirts, we did stickers. Um, the book hit number two on the New York times and I donated all the proceeds for his cancer bills. So um, that, that was definitely, and that's definitely a book people come message me a lot about, but it is, it's, it was one of my favorites and it definitely is very personal. And that was the ruin series, right? The three books that you did in the ruin series. I'm actually going to get that when, uh, this afternoon and I'm going to start reading that sounds like some good stuff. And, uh, what a, what an amazing gift you gave your uncle. That must've been just really special to be able to give that to him because we're all affected by cancer. Obviously we're all affected by that. Mm-hmm. So, and for you to give it to the bills, cause we know how expensive it gets. Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. What is up ahead for Rachel? You've done so much, still a young person. What is, what is up ahead for you? Oh, you called me young. Thank you. You are young. <laughs> I don't know. I just turned 35. So I'm like, Oh no. Oh you my know? God. You uh, are a kid. <laughs> so young. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take this. This is like, this made my day. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I right, I just actually finished a book with Patty Stanger, who does the Millionaire mm, Matchmaker. Yeah. yeah. So we, wow. I adore her. We're really great friends. We've been working together for a while and we're actually working on a couple pilots right now. So oh, God. yeah, she's amazing. Um, I should be visiting her in a couple of weeks. Um, we're trying to figure out how to do all this through Corona. Um, I was actually down there with her um, in February, I want to say in LA. And that's right when everything hit. So we were like, this is going to be great. Take, you know, hit the ground running. And then we're like, Oh, just kidding. So, um, yeah, working with her, we just wrote a book called compel and we are, um, sending that to publishers now trying to see if we can get a traditional deal from it. And I know, um, we are working on a couple other books. So I really, I told myself I wanted to get into screenwriting in 2020 and like teach it to myself. And then randomly, you know, we started working together on this project. And so, yeah, so hopefully she'll hold my hand through it because I'm going to need it because it's a way different than writing an actual book. But that's kind of the next goal I have is to start screenwriting um, and turning some of my books into movies. I've had an, I already had one of my books turn into a movie, but I didn't get to screenwrite it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was part of the process, but I wasn't able to actually do um, the script. So I really want to be able to take control of that. And, you know, I've had so many people ask me about, you know, even the mafia books going into a series, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to just be like, here, here's 14 books. Let's turn that into a TV series. You can't just approach Netflix like that. Yeah. So, so my goal is to write the pilot for the mafia series um, and get that finished this year and try to see if I can shop it around. God, that'd be fantastic. We have a lot of been in contact with so many movie makers and stuff like that. Like I said, we would love to, uh, uh, we're going to give them your name. We would love to have your book. We would love to have your books out there in some form of movies because we know how hard it is. A lot of nepotism, let's be real. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. going on in Hollywood. So uh, that's hard to do, but I think it would be great to see some of these books on this uh, at least in some form. I wanted to ask you also, who are, you've kind of lived the life. You've met celebrities, you've talked to celebrities. Who are some people, you're a celebrity yourself uh, in a way. So who are some of the people that you've met that you've really like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Oh man, I don't even know. That's such a hard question. I don't, you know, it's funny. I get asked this a lot. Like if I get starstruck or if I get nervous and I'm like, no, because like it's their job. Does that make sense? Like it's, 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 it's their job to be that persona or that person. Like, I don't, I don't see people as, I don't know, like even celebrities, I feel like we're all just people, you know what I mean? So I feel like we all just have a passion to do what we do. And so I don't ever think of it that way. I don't think of it as, 
I don't know if that, that even makes sense, but I, I would say meeting Kathy was probably one of the biggest moments of my life only because she is such a powerhouse businesswoman mm-hmm. that I was just in awe. I mean, she just, she has all these companies, she has her hands in everything. And I think it's so cool that she's this woman that is just this leader. Do you know what I mean? And she's Icon. Not, yeah, she's not arrogant. Yeah. She's, not, she's so, so humble. And so just seeing how um, grace gracious she is and how amazing that to me was not nerve wracking, but just almost like awe inspiring, if that makes sense, because she's just done so much and continues to do so much and so much for so many people that it is to me something that I strive to be because I mean, I, I could go on and on about how, how great yeah. she is, but just all the things that she does business wise, love her. Yeah. yeah, she's just incredible. And so I would say for her, would, that would be my, my moment. I think I agree with you. Florence and I are the same way. People will say, oh, you spoke to this. And it is weird. Oh, you here's Steve Sharipper. Here's Mick Foley or, or someone. Here's their cell. Well, how do you get their phone number? You know, right. uh, and, and they'll see taxes between. And you're just like, you know what? I'm kind of the same way. So is Florence. I think everyone else gets really into it. And, and that's cool. But I think we're all in the same boat. None of us are better than anybody else. We all we really uh, appreciate everybody. And that's why we like you. You're down to earth. You're good. You're super talented. You've accomplished a lot, but you're a nice person too. And that's why we love Kathy so much. She's mm-hmm. one of those few celebrities that really does care about people online, offline. She's done some things for us that uh, we keep uh, safe and we're not going to tell anybody, but she's the kindest person you ever want to see. So yes. that's amazing. Who in your family has the writing talent? Did you get this naturally? What made you be such a good writer? I think I just have a really overactive imagination. <laughs> I can watch scary movies because I'm like, that's going to happen to me. Like I project it onto my-, <laughs> um, my dad is a pretty good writer. He's a musician. So very bright brained. He can write music. He was in a rock band when he was younger. Like he's very, he's very, very, very right brained. So I think probably I get it from him because my mom has trouble even reading. So when Kindles came out, she was like, oh, good, because it wasn't, you know, she gets. <laughs> oh, that's right. So, which I get a lot of us do. So I think probably him. Um, my sister actually also writes. Um, she writes historical romance and is extremely talented. So uh, my mom, my mom was always flabbergasted. She's like, I don't even know where this came from. I don't yeah. know. Like she doesn't know. <laughs> historical writing's hard too because you've got a lot of anal people that oh, they man. will check every tiny thing. I know one historical writer went on a famous one. I'm not going to embarrass him, but he put a book and people, he made a mistake. A no. mistake on something and oh my God, it was, people were just destroying him. And this is a famous person. So it's yeah. pretty funny. Don't now, like you on fire. It's horrible. Historical yeah. reviewers are like the worst. They're so mean. Yeah. James Adam did not drink coffee. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it, so yeah, it, it, it's just yeah. a little over the top, yeah. but also another question we had from someone is, is what is something about you that people don't know that they would be surprised to know? That's a great question. Maybe that I am like terrified of ET and anything scary. (laughs) I like literally like it's bad. And I, I write music. I write music just like my dad does. So that's kind of maybe how the writing started. Oh, wow. Props to your dad. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, uh, also another question someone had is what, what talent you wish you had? Obviously, you do music, but is there a talent that you wish you had that you don't have? Some people say play piano or excellent in sports or something. 
I wish that I was, I do wish I was better at sports only because I'm extremely competitive and I hate it when my husband beats me at anything. <laughs> so like literally to the point where when we first met, I threw a ping pong paddle at him because he beat me at ping pong, <laughs> which sounds extreme. He was fine. He didn't hit him in the face. He fell. But it, yeah, I'm super competitive. So maybe just, you know, that talent to where I could just rub it in his face every single time. That'd be fantastic. It's the mafia stuff in you. That's where the inspiration was. Well, we've had so much fun talking to you, Rachel. You have a free pass on our show. You could come on. Anytime you have a book, come on out. We love you to death. And you and Kathy really inspired us. That was the first celebrity review we ever did. And we got thousands of responses. We couldn't oh. believe it uh, from all over the world. That's so, amazing. Yeah, yes. we could not believe it. So we said eventually one day, we didn't know if Rachel would talk to us. And you <laughs> turned out to be nicer than we ever thought you'd ever be. Boy, what an amazing uh, ride you had, you've had. And we love sharing this. So the next book, why don't you talk? Tell the fans, Florence, about what you're going to be up to with our new celebrity because we're going to be putting out a, a special celebrity podcast review of your latest book. Now, I was going to say we're so excited because for October, you are going to be our celebrity book club pick. Oh. And already, already we've received so many responses and everyone's so excited. And whenever I put a post out about it, it does extremely well on social media. So I already know there's a buzz around it. So I will be reviewing the book. Jim and I will be reviewing the book. I am in the process of reading it. Like I said last night, I had a really hard time putting it down. So as soon as I'm done reading it, we will be doing it for the next Celebrity Book Club. So I know everybody's really, really excited about that. So Scandalous Prince is our October pick for the Celebrity Book Club. So everybody look out for that because that's going to be big. And both of them that we've done, Mr. Stephen King was kind enough to us. We did it. He gave us blessings, and we were very honored. And Kathy and Rachel, Fashion Jungle, I'm a male. I loved that book. I, I loved it. It was fantastically written. There's a lot of, it talks about friendships, the deep relationships of people. And I really liked it. I couldn't put it down. So Rachel is such an amazing writer. So again, Stephen King, Kathy Ireland, now Rachel Van Dyke, and we are going to rock it in October. And Rachel, we have two sales from India already for your book. So. Oh, that's, you guys, honestly, you guys are amazing. I'm so excited that I got to talk to you guys. Thank you. Oh, we're just oh, we're yeah. just regular people who who really try to do well for everyone because we we really know talent and we know good hearts and we really especially uh, enjoyed that you came on the show and we and we we hope in the future when you have another release uh, next year that you'll come on again because we'd love to promote it. You guys are amazing. I promise I will. And you guys, yeah, I just, I love, this has been my favorite podcast I've ever done. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And I, and I have one more question for you after we sign off, but everybody, Florence, this is going to be an exciting review. We're having celebrities. I've had celebrities and you have two that have actually reached out to us for us to do the review and it's yeah. hard and I know you're dying because you're like, Jim, we can't say no to him, you know. So, but again, I'm I'm picky. I'm I'm Florence is gonna stomp me one day, but again, we're very picky on who we have in our reviews and who we have that uh, respond to. So Rachel's gonna be the next one, and we can't wait. Please support her books. And again, we're gonna be posting some of her books, the Ruin series. You gotta get that. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to get that. Can't wait to read it. Uh, all three books. So again, they're very very well priced. I know some books out there, you guys have complained 
and we haven't endorsed them on purpose. One guy was selling for thirty four ninety nine. Oh. It was one hundred and eighty some pages. So oh. no, we're not going to endorse that kind of stuff. We want people to give back to you. So please support Rachel and everything she does. Follow her on Twitter, her Instagram. We're going to be posting all her links on Monday. Follow her on Instagram, a must follow, just like with Kathy Ireland. Follow her, see her career and all the things she's doing. Thank you again, Rachel, so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And everyone, take care. Wear your mask. Have a great day, a great week, and be safe. When Swift is on the grill, good times are sure to follow, and we'll help you keep them going around the grill all season long. Good food, good moments, one great meal. Come together with Swift. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep. In-store or online at mattressfirm.com today.